Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my brand new friend, Kate Hartsong. Welcome to the show, Kate. I'm so grateful that you're here. Oh, I am so honored to be here, Cindy, and such a joy to meet you here. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful. Mm, my pleasure. I'm so excited to get to know you. This is one of my favorite things of Rebel Radio is that half the time I don't know my guests. And so we get to know each other live. Yes, yes. It's really fun. Yes. So before we went live, I shared a little bit of your numerology, which always helps me get to know someone very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm curious, what was one of your biggest takeaways from what I shared with you about your numbers? Mm. My biggest takeaway, well, two of them really. One is how spot on you are with the reading. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so much to be said. And I've always known the, the uh, benefits and the accuracy of numerology. I would say the biggest takeaway for me is uh, the queen of diamonds with the second type of numerology that you have in my being able to create. I love how you said create instead of manifest yeah. because my desire is to be more of service to others, to let them know about, like what you say so well, the unity consciousness, um, and my desire to create more of that so I can be more out there to support people in recognizing the importance of awakening and unity consciousness, and that indeed we are coming into a new age on the planet. Yes, so, we are. Thank you. That was amazing. Oh, my pleasure. I always geek out on the numbers. I will share it all day long. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about who Kate is. Who are you in the world? Who are you of service to? And share us, share with us about your book. Oh, great. Um, well, my name is Kate Hartsong. It's a given name. It's my given name from spirit as an author. Who I am is a divine essence of the all that is, as everyone else is. My role on the planet is to make positive change, to help people understand the importance of recognizing their own greatness. And in that, when we can step fully into our power, we show up and we add that incredible important piece to the whole puzzle of humanity. So I am an author, and I'll share about my book in just a moment. I'm also a life coach and also a financial coach, certified in both those coach modalities. I am very, very passionate about making positive change. It really is a, uh, it's, it's just who I am. So I'll show up doing whatever I can to make change in a positive way. Not to ne negate challenges that come up, but, you know, I process through and then I get back into my strength and connection with spirit so I can be the best person 
I can be. I'm also a Reiki master and teacher. I've done that for about 15 years. I love the chi energy and supporting people in healing. And I am also one to just really empower people to know their greatness. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, I serve through being an author, a coach, and even just everyday life. Just how can I encourage others and empower others to know their truth? I'm just kind of having a little inner giggle right now because you just described a queen of diamonds like nobody else could. You've got uh-huh. certification <laughs> and a financial coach right there, right? The queen oh, of yeah, that's right. Something very material, very much focus on the material world. The queen of diamonds is like, I've got all these certifications. I do all these things. This is what I <laughs> offer and I'm changing the world. I love it. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. And and the material world is great to a point, you know, not to get excess with material things. However, to use material things for myself, to use what I have so I can be giving to others, you know, certainly for me to have the comforts of living. And I, as so many, are so blessed with so many material things like food and uh a beautiful place to live. And there's so many things material, but also the material to be able to share with others is, again, it goes back to my passion of, well, like you said, in the uh, first set of numerology, uh, wanting to make a difference in the world, carrying the world on my shoulders. That is, that is me to the T. So much to be said about that numerology. Right? One of our favorite sayings is you can't make this up. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. I love it. So we touched on, oh, tell us about your book and then I'll move into the next question. Oh, thank you for remembering. I forgot. Uh, So I have been gifted about maybe 25 years ago. I realized I have the gift of channeling information from spirit, from guides. And so I wrote my first book and published it through channeled information I call automatic writing. Very honored, very honored to be the messenger. So my first book came out about 10 years ago called Deeply We Are One. And it is about stepping into our greatness. And in that we can better recognize unity consciousness. And then a few years later, I was guided again just pulled to start writing on my notebooks while meditating that turned into my newest book called Humanity's Cry for Change. And the subtitle is Actions You Can Take to Create a New Earth. Mm. Just briefly, very briefly, it is just really about humanity. As we all know, we're all so ready for change and we're so in the midst of transitioning from the Pisces age into the new age of Aquarius, but we're right in the middle of it. And so the book describes why there's so much chaos happening and that in the end it's actually going to be for the good of all, even though it sure doesn't feel like that. So it shares a little bit about that and also shares what we individually can do for ourselves to help our own evolution, and in that contribute to the collective consciousness. And it also shares about 
what companies and corporations and businesses can do, how critical it is that they look at any system or new product uh, from a holistic stand so that they're looking at each component that adds to the whole. That is more of the holistic unity consciousness. So, and it shares some other things, but that's the gist of it. Yeah, I love that. I'm excited to read it. And I will make sure that everybody gets a link so that they can go get it. So we've touched on this a few times as part of the show, this concept of unity consciousness. And I would love to know how you define unity consciousness. Mm. Yes, unity consciousness, from my perspective, is the recognition that, and it's a stance, it's a perspective, it's a way of showing up in life as an individual or as groups. It is the perspective of recognizing that on the most basic elemental level, we really are all interconnected. That everything really is energy. And as you know, quantum physics has proved that everything is energy. And so there's this amazing coalescence, interpenetrating of energy uh, that is the unity of all, that really there is only one. Mm -hmm. And so as we can recognize this, and those who are awakening are more and more in tune with this, and uh, people who are starting to awaken can recognize some of the signs of this, which I'll share in a moment. But it's essentially recognizing that, yes, as I speak, as I feel, as I act, all of this influences people around me and the collective consciousness. But it also happens the other way around, where others influence me, you know, and so people can recognize like, wow, when I walk into a room and there's been two people fighting, the person can really pick up on that energy. So that's one example. Or the other one of, I love seeing like birds flying in unison. Mm -hmm. How is it they know how to turn all at once? So there's this consciousness that is unified among all of us. Well, that's how I define it. Mm, I love that. And I love that you brought in the bird example, because I think as someone who's also very much on the material plane, being able to uh, relate it to something that we see in nature can be really yeah. helpful to the minds to understand the concept. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I love that. So good. So what kind of rituals or habits do you have in place as an entrepreneur? Uh, in this entrepreneurial space, we get really busy and there's a to-do list of 52 million things. <laughs> so what kind of rituals or habits do you have in place that allow you to stay devoted to unity consciousness? Yes, excellent question. Two things, really. One is the ritual of meditation every day. That really gets me in alignment with the all that is or God. And that really, really helps set the tone for the day. The other thing that I've been doing for the last couple of years is during meditation, but also as often as I think about it during the day, keeping myself in high vibration mm -hmm. of the high vibrational emotions like respect and kindness and love and harmony and peace as much as I can. And for example, a ritual might be 
just setting a few moments during the day to remind myself to get in that high space. Plus the meditation does help. Plus if I'm out and about and I see someone, maybe they have a frown, I silently send them love. So that's another ritual or practice that I have. Or just sending out positive energy. So yeah, just keeping my energy high, as high as I can. But you know, Cindy, that doesn't mean I, I ignore the upsets or challenges. Right. You yes. know? <laughs> yeah, that's so stay up all the time. Yeah, it's so, not all rainbows and kittens, yeah, is it? <laughs> I guess we are in a human body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, as I have challenges, as we all do, I use my tools, I use my knowledge, my wisdom from experiences from many years and then process through and then get back into the center. This is key. I would add maybe one more thing is very related to this is just praying to God with with an open heart and complete sincerity to keep me aligned with you and may I may I please help help me to please glorify you God through my talk through my actions, through my showing up. Mm. Because I really believe God comes through each one of us. And we're just a vehicle for the love of God. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. One thing I've discovered in hundreds of interviews like this is that almost everyone has a morning routine. And I find that so powerful. And I love what you said. It sets the tone for the day. And, you know, I've noticed for myself when I, there's something going on and I'm busy and I skip over that, my whole day falls apart. And then I'm like, oh, what did I do (laughs) that morning? Oh, I totally agree. So I think that's so important. And one of the other things that I'm actually playing with now is, and I love that you brought this up too, is throughout the day checking in. And, you know, this is something I've been practicing for years of what is my emotional state? How am I feeling right now? Right. We're either, we're choosing an operating system of fight, flight, or rest, repose. And so I'm constantly checking in, but I've actually started now an afternoon meditation, uh, what I call quantum expansion, but coming into that in the afternoon and it's like this midday reset. And what I've noticed as a result of this is that before I would, it would fade. The morning meditation and cue would fade. And then by the afternoon, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And then the triggers start coming up more quickly, right? Because we're yeah. in the operating system. But I've noticed with the afternoon reset that I have energy for the rest of the day. And I'm like, keep going, right? So having a, a midday reset might be something all of us can try. Yes. I love what you said, you know. In true transparency, mm-hmm. a few months ago, I started thinking and committed to myself. I wanted to start a, a lunch meditation, even if it's only five or 10 minutes. Yeah. And as you're sh- sharing that with me, I'm like, oh, gosh, I haven't done it. <laughs> I'm going to commit to that. That is so powerful. Beautiful. Um, I had thought how beautiful it is to stop during the course of the day just for that very thing. Like you said, it's a reset. I love that. Thank you for that reminder. And also the reminder of what you, you also said about checking in on your emotions. Mm -hmm. That's something else I have thought of. And I did for a short while 
that I have not gotten into the habit, like just kind of checking in, which reminds me of the um, the the how helpful it is for each of us to just check in and be in that place of self self observing and yes. self awareness, yes. so that we can check in. Well, thank you for those reminders, Cindy. Oh, my pleasure. After studying all of the productivity greats and how they tell you to just get shit done and go, go, go and hustle, yeah. grind, that wasn't working out so well for me. So I had to do something different. And yeah. this idea of how am I feeling right now? It was a post-it note on my computer for months, years, and reminders on my phone because it triggers that, because you get so caught up in other people's agendas throughout the day, especially yes. as entrepreneurs and there's messages and notifications oh, yes, and emails yes. and all the things. Yeah. So just having that little, your phone pop up and say, hey, how are you feeling? Yeah. Like, oh, right, me first. Oh, yes. I love it. I love <laughs> it, Cindy. That's a great reminder and how, how easy it is to it do is. that. We it have is. all kinds of apps that can support us in our new practices or Absolutely. or old practices. Yeah, that's awesome. Use the technology to support you. Absolutely. All right. So you talked about being a financial coach. So I'm excited to find out how do you define wealth? Oh, how do I define wealth? In terms of finances, I because I define wealth in different ways. But in terms of finances, I define wealth as being in a state of good relation with money so that the income minus expenses results in having more than enough money. Maybe put that into a savings account or pay off more of your debt on credit cards. That's the real technical, more mental. <laughs> from the heart is what is our relationship with money? recognizing what are our beliefs that we grew up with what did our parents model to us and if we can be in a state of openness and as much as possible not to be judging ourselves not to uh, hurt ourselves not to be critical but from a state of compassion to check in how can i have a better relationship with money what are my money beliefs Am I, and the key, this goes whether it's money or any topic in life, what are my thoughts? How am I creating my reality? Am I constantly saying, oh, I'm broke. Oh, sorry, I can't go out for dinner tonight. I'm broke. Well, the mind, as you know, and your listeners here know very well, the universe and the mind says, oh, okay, you're broke. Right? Oh. <laughs> right every time. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately and fortunately yes yeah. so be courageous to check in and see well how can i shift well i if a person says i have more than enough money and that inner voice says oh yeah that's not right look at the bank account so then what i love to share with people and to empower them to know if you say oh i have more than enough money and it just doesn't feel right What's powerful instead is to say, I am willing to believe I have more than enough money. I love that. Yeah. yeah I am willing to believe I have $1,000 now in my checking account or 
I am willing to believe or I am willing to shift. And your mind then starts getting a little more fluid. So the power of creating wealth is really within each person's hands in their mind. And the neuroplasticity of the brain allows us to create new neural pathways and new beliefs around money or anything in our life. I love that so much. And really what you just described, it was the law of divine timing. And the step that we all try to skip over is the acceptance piece. Acceptance oh, yeah. of what is and a willingness to believe differently. Yes, yes. We all skip to, we have this awareness of, well, I don't have money in the bank account. And then we try to figure out how to get more money in the bank account. And we're skipping over that piece of being willing. And I think that's so important that you bring that up. So thank you for sharing oh, that. Oh, yes, absolutely. And you bring up a good point about the acceptance. And if possible, to do the acceptance from a place of love. I know that's much easier said than done. Accept it in a place of love and heart instead of fear will just take you much farther. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it is universal law. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So tell us what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Hmm. There's so many truths, but I'll... I know every time the guests are like, come on, Cindy, one thing, only one. <laughs> um, the one thing truly to remember the greatness and the magnificence of who you are truly to tap into and hold as much as you can knowing you truly are divine and you have greatness no matter where you are in life no matter how you're feeling you are grand and you are important and who you are makes a difference mm. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a goosebump episode. Thank you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kate, I could talk to you all day long. I say this on every episode because I'm all my spectacular. So totally thank thinking the same thing. Yeah. But as always, we end the show with one last question. Okay. What do you dream of for the world? What do I dream up for the world? Ah, I do dream up for the world the true, sincere knowing and existing in a place of love and kindness and harmony, collaboration, where people really do feel safe and are safe walking about. And everyone honors each other for who they are. They work through nonviolent communication if there's issues. They work collaboratively together. We are so kind and considerate of the Mother Earth and her resources. And we are here to serve and to care for each other and for the planet. Making true peace, really living in that age of Aquarius. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing all of your wisdom on the show today. Oh, thank you, Cindy. You are such a delight. It's so wonderful to be here. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Bye for now. Awesome. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode 
leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.